Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts On the edge with April Mahoney brains, you are back at the spot, the place where we got reindeers, <laughs> and the conversation is pointed. The guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. We're gonna talk to Tracy Perry from Australia today, and you know what, brains? I want you to give uh, her a round of applause right now, okay, from wherever you are, because you're talking about a woman that has been through a lot and has a lot of resilience and a lot of bounce back, we could take notes from her. Some of the things that she's going to tell you, uh, you know, I I don't know how she's endured it and still has a smile on her face. A lot of people check out, a lot of people give up, but not Tracy. So let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Tracy Perry? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell my brains, where... Uh, and how do you show up in this world? I show up every day because I'm meant for more, like every single one of us human beings. There's more to me. I just don't know what it is. I'm seeking self-development. I'm seeking happiness, happier than I can ever be. I want to live a happy life despite the amount of birds that have pooed over me. Like I could be covered with the amount of crap I've been through, but I don't want to be that person that gives up. I want to be that person that goes, well, if she can get back up again, then I can get back up again. Share with my brain some of your trials and tribulations. Well, we really started with a car accident. Um, and it wasn't one of those Hollywood blow up, you know, it wasn't like mangled anything. It was a fender bender. It was no big deal. I walked away from the accident on the day, but it took me five years to get over that accident. I had four ruptured discs and what I didn't know at the time, I had a hip replacement in 2001 and they put in the best hip since sliced bread. So the surgeon says. And uh, I had five years of hell. Uh, I put on weight. I got to, and I did the math and this scared me. I used to weigh 126 kilos. Mm. So I converted that to pounds. That's 278 pounds. Wow. So that, yeah, that's a lot of weights. That's how big I was. I was using prescription medication. I was losing friends. I was awake all day, sorry, awake all night, asleep all day. I did leave my cheating ex-boyfriend, but I decided in 2006, I wasn't just gonna keep existing, that there was more to life than just When's my next pain pill due? Right, right. 
Where did you find yourself in an addictive situation with the pain? Medication? I was addicted to the pain medication. Every single pain medication was prescription. It was always prescribed. Nothing else. No legal. No, nothing else. Well, I mean, prescription, prescriptions are the best. <laughs> that's it. That's why it's a prescription. Yeah. Yeah. So after you find yourself spiraling out of control, well, you I also took on the responsibility of being a parent and also uh, taking care of your own parent. Yeah, well, then I fast forward from that and I lost 65 kilos, which is 144 pounds. Mm. I rang, thank you. I got off all of the pain medication and I started living life. And I bloody had a great time. I got into business with a business partner. We bought a business. We bought a second business. We ran a company. We were we were having a great time. We had a one in 100 thing happen. It didn't work. I moved on. But i got to tell you, when you have to sell your house and all of your financial security just to make sure you can survive, that's a scary thing. So I've been through nearly nearly bankruptcy. I did everything I could to avoid having to do bankruptcy and I succeeded all through communicating with the financial people to ensure I had a clear credit record despite the fact it went belly up. Well, you're smart, you know, and, and that's, that's half the mm -hmm. battle. A lot of that times is. people just say, I'm just going to give up. I'm going to give up. But yeah, you didn't, didn't give in. You're also, you're also a mother. How many I'm a single mom. I only, I only have the one. I'm a single mom. She's mom. ten, nearly eleven. Yeah, my beautiful miracle, 2013 born child. Um, she's amazing. She's my, she's my everything. She's actually my carer now. Mm. At ten years of age, she has moved into a role, whether we like it or not, of of actually being my carer at times. She is a mature, grown up young lady who I'm exceptionally proud of, who's autistic and, and has a profile known as pathological demand avoidance. Can you believe pathological demand avoidance is a term we use with children? April? Can you believe that? Well, define that for us because no, I've never heard that. Right. Well, I've got the books behind me. Basically, any question that you put, on a child with demand avoidance is like you are putting them in front of a freight train and that freight train is coming at 100 miles an hour. They can't stop it. They are frozen. And all you have asked them is whether they want a blue cup or a green cup. But their cup is full, yeah? So by asking and, and wanting an answer from them, their anxiety shuts them down and they can't even make the next decision, whatever that might be. And for, for my little one, my CJ, for her, she has demand avoidance around school. She is terrified of walking out that door because of the what ifs. What if she's laughed at? What if she falls over? What if mum falls over? What if this happens? And her what-ifs are so great and are so big, bigger than what you or I could ever imagine. 
because for her, she's facing a freight train and it's coming if she steps out that door. So what type of um, support, what kind of therapy do they uh, introduce? I mean, you know, just... Just to help her. Look, there, there is a lot of allied health needed, but unfortunately in Australia, the wait lists are insane. There are so many kids since COVID, like my daughter, that we are discovering different ways of needing to handle our children and the public system and the private system just can't keep up. Wow. So kids like my kid fall through the cracks. She hasn't attended school in three and a half months. And so you are you homeschooling? No, not yet. She'll get there. She's also in incredibly intelligent. So academically, she's not suffering. Academically, she's doing things at home way above her grade in school. Is she getting the foundational stuff? No, but she's smart enough to catch up once she gets back to school. Okay, all right. If I force her to school, which is what every parent that doesn't go or experience what I do says, you just need to make her go. She's just playing you, right? So I could force her and she would hate me for the rest of her life and she would never, ever, ever be able to make a decision by herself and know that she made it and achieved something so great. So she achieves this, then it's the next thing, then it's the next thing, then it's the next thing. So I coach her every single day. I show her through my role modeling that I don't get it right, that I'm human, right? that I say the wrong things, that I behave in the wrong way, but I'm also showing her compassion by apologizing and showing her that just because I'm an adult doesn't mean I shouldn't apologize when I get it wrong, right? Um, and you're also and she's showing like, her you're also showing her resilience, how to bounce back. You know, exactly. I, I think that traditional schools sometimes, not all the time, are overrated. Here in the United yeah. States, my father used to say, they're gonna send you there to be ignorant. They're gonna send yeah. you to, to you know, so you. and and take all the tests. However, there are life experiences that you can't um, you know, you can't put, put a, 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 a label on. You really can't. Well, I'll tell you something she can do. If you fell over in public, she'd call an ambulance and save your life. And she wouldn't even think twice about it. She's been doing it since she was four wow. for me. Wow. So, so for her, that is an inbuilt conditioned. Something's happened. We need help. I'll call an ambulance. Triple zero. Well, for you guys, it's nine one one. In Australia, here it's triple zero. Um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of my kid. I'm proud. Um, of you. I see that you just had some surgery there. You were on Facebook. I do. I had, and your and your voice is a little raspy. You doing okay? Yes. Look, I am really doing okay. My voice it gets tired. Uh, so I'm gonna work with a speech therapist on that because I can't lose my voice. Um, yeah, I had my third, my third in 23 months surgery for my spine up here. 
Ah, uh, and that's as a result of the metal poisoning of that hip I had put in in two thousand and one. So that's um, what that metal, because you didn't, you didn't conclude on that. Get into it, no. So yeah, so the metal inside the hip that they put in there poisoned your system. Wow. Poisoned my system over 15, fourteen years, and got taken out ten years too late, and nobody checked it. There was no check system in place, and no. Before everybody asks. No, I can't sue the pharmaceutical company. No, I'm not eligible for any kind of great million-dollar fairy that drops in and says, hey, you've had a shit life, here's some money. All of that is not available to me because an England court ruled that these metal hips that poisoned people like me were not faulty. They just needed to be replaced more often. Wow. Well, as a result of that, you have built a very strong life because you not only have your daughter, but I remember you telling me that you also support your parents. I do support my parents. I have my 83-year-old parents. We've all just moved three hours out of uh, Metro Melbourne into regional Victoria because we were living in a gorgeous hilly part of Melbourne with lots of hills. I'm in a wheelchair now. Uh, Mum and Dad are getting older. So we needed a flat, so we moved to regional. And in the now, hopefully, Santa can deliver. But we're hoping that their little bungalow, one-bedroom bungalow, will be ready by Christmas. And they will have their independent living space 10 feet from my back door to their front door. So you are taking care of yourself. You're taking care yes. of your daughter. You're taking care yes. of your parents. But you're yes. also taking care of other individuals. Tell us a little bit about the program that you offer clients. So I have started a program to show other women in particular over 40 that you can get back your zest for life, your more, that there is more to you in a 12-week program. It is a quick transformational turnaround. We dive deep. We go into our beliefs. We go into our negative Nancy, our head talk. We go into meditation, journaling, routines, and just taking one damn day at a time when it gets real tough. And that's, how to get back that's up. That's beautiful. That's what we don't do. We don't uh, reset. Everybody we don't reset. feels that they have to just thrust forward, just keep moving forward, just keep pushing keep forward. Sometimes you have to go backwards because you have to reset. Yeah, you and that's, and that's and okay. You have to evaluate, you know, what, what's happened so that you don't fall into that pitfall once again. And it's very oh. challenging. And, and it's interesting you say that because our brain likes us to be comfortable. Our brain wants us to be safe and it wants us to be comfortable. So... When we hit those hard challenges life throws at every single one of us at some point or another, our brain wants us to be safe and it wants us to be comfortable. And often it will take us back to our bad habits to keep us in that state. And what we need to do is retrain ourselves that when we hit those bad habits, like I'm on Facebook for 12 hours overnight, that all of a sudden you go, holy, I just spent last night on Facebook not doing that because if I do it again tonight, 
then it's going to be three months, then it's going to be, then it's going to be. And so we train ourselves to pick up the signs of reverting back to being safe and comfortable because we teach our brain that the challenges we face and the confidence with which we face them retrains our brain that we can be challenged and be safe and comfortable. So Tracy, who pours into you? I mean, you so, know, you you are, um, you know, you're on the cutting edge of helping other individuals. But who yeah. do you follow? Who are your mentors? What books do you read? What what is it that keeps you in this positive role? So every day, for a minimum of ten minutes a day, I read someone I aspire to be. Whether that be entrepreneurial, or whether that be someone that started their own business. Uh, be that somebody that has fantastic high performance habits that I could only wish to dream of having a discipline on. Well, you know what? I'm not wishing to dream. I'm creating the discipline of those habits. I read 10 minutes and I, in particular, I floated. I've done and paid for a course with Matthew McConaughey Greenlights through Mastermind, Dean okay. Graciosi. I've paid to do a mastermind launch pad with Dean Graciosi and Tony Robbins. And I attended a three-day live online seminar. Oh, my God, it was amazing. It was amazing. I have now moved to Brendan Bouchard. And the fact that he is so human, he is so genuine, uh, he is not stuck up, he's real. And he just wants the best for the person that's watching his video, his, his podcast, his whatever. Um, and he's who I'm following now. And he's who I'm aspiring. I'm creating my lists. I'm doing my habits. I'm doing my routines. And I'm seeing the improvement. Right. And I'm again, taking the challenges. And, you know, sometimes people are not going to be able to forge ahead like you have with no. with debilitating situations it could be debilitating of their finance their emotions their relationships their physical being but what they can do is they can take stock of it and say you know what what is all of this teaching me because to whom much is given much is required why am i the chosen one to go through this why am I the one to have the testimony? Because you do have a testimony of resilience, absolutely. Um, and also the ability to, you know, tighten up your bootstraps and keep moving ahead. It's not over till it's over. And if God wanted it to be over, he could have rang your bell, okay? There was, oh. there was no problem. But he keeps no doing it and you keep coming back and you keep yeah. saying, no, you know, I'm not going to be down. No, I'm, I'm not, not done yet. Out. You know, I'm going to do this. And that's a lot to teach your daughter. Yeah. She's, she's looking at that, you know, and your parents are so thankful that even with all of your challenges and your health challenges that you're there for them. So there is an angel. That's for sure. That should be a halo instead of, uh, instead of, um, Reindeer and reindeer, yes. So let's ask some fun questions about you. Let's right? please, please right. come on. If you were let's, an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be and why? 
a coffee machine because I could never live without myself. I would always be cleaned, tidy, cared for, and ready to go. But she always be on amp too because of the caffeine. <laughs> well, look, my voice, my voice belies my normal excited loudness, right? Like so I am really a really loud person. My family are grateful of this reprieve. I know. <laughs> it's Christmas. I gotta sing. I gotta be loud. Absolutely. So, yeah, I would so be a coffee if, machine. Uh, if you could time travel. <gasps> Where would you go? What what time period would you land in? Wow, time travel. Um, I think I would go into the future. Yeah, me too. I would go into the future. I want to go into the future and see if all that shit we're talking about now actually <laughs> happened. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your superpower, Tracy? Uh, resilience. Mm. I get back up again. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Absolutely. You're never going to keep me down. I can't even sing. It's shocking, but I don't care anymore. April, this is me, and I want to show everybody they have a superpower. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. And do sometimes, we and sorry, sometimes people need help to find their superpower. Well, yeah, uncover it. And they may know what it is, but they don't use it. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. You know? All right, next they one. Don't use it. Uh, if you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Well, I would have to be a cat. A cat? I would be, yeah, a ragdoll cat. And I would be my owner. Only if I could be my owner. Because you know how to treat yourself. I do know how to treat myself. Yes, well, I do. Well, a lot of people don't know how to treat themselves. They don't know how to treat themselves good. Girl, I treated myself real good the other day. I got up. I said, you know what? I'm not going to take a shower. I'm going to take a bubble bath. I took a bubble bath. I got out. I oiled my body. I put on some nice smell good. I fluffed my afro out. <laughs> I went and took Did myself to lunch. Yeah, I went and took myself to lunch. I came back, I went for a walk, I did some yoga, I came, took a nap. I'm telling you, it was the perfect day. And if people would just realize, what is it that makes me happy? What is it that makes you happy? Not your daughter, not your working with other people, but what is it that just lights you up? What makes you happy? I love to see the progress in my garden. So my gardening is really important to me. So I, I have a veggie garden. And for me, if you don't put in to a basic necessity such as food, right, that feeds our soul, um, then don't bother wasting your time doing other things. So if I can't get something to grow that can grow, then, uh, yeah, to me, there's just an alliance there. Sorry, an alignment with being in the garden and watching tending growing and then eating the produce right that's that's good no, eating the produce yeah. I'm roll back to something you said you know you said you got off of all of the pain medication and again this is a medical mm. disclaimer brains we are not telling you to do anything outside nope. of your regimen nope. what you're doing with your doctor that's um, right but just how are you managing the pain now 
<laughs> I am managing with the uh, contentious CBD. Really? You? Yeah, baby. I'm a high functioning CBD user. You medically that prescribed. Really works. That works Damn straight. Are you looking at her? Are you looking at me? I'm looking at you. Well, I mean, Look, I live I'm... here in California where marijuana is legal, CBD, yeah. CBD oil. Yeah. But it helps with your pain. It helps with controlling my anxiety of my PTSD, my pain receptors, and my overall calm to then allow me to channel myself with all of what the self knowledge that I've built over the last 18 months. It gives me enough of a circuit breaker. I can channel into the learnings to then the actions I've learned to channel, to control, to take that step forward, not press play on the Netflix series. Well, don't, look, let me tell you something. I don't need you to knock no Netflix because I love me some Netflix. <laughs> hey, 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 don't get me wrong. I had a pajama weekend, right? Never had my pajamas the whole weekend. And we did Christmas in our pajamas. We put Christmas up this you know yesterday so i love my netflix but when your netflix is seven days a week 18 hours a day yeah with four magnums two liters of coke and a few packets of crisps and chips some lollies then press and play ain't such a great idea right and something else that you said about being on social media you know i pull away i i leave it on because i get messages and I am a social media influencer. Yes. Uh, so I have to be on there. But I yes. have found that being on the device makes me nauseous. Yes. Sometimes it makes my eyes hurt. It gives me brain fog. Um, and it's it's really to your detriment. So people, you need to pace that. Yeah. You go to the bathroom. You got the damn thing. You're at the restaurant. You got the cotton picking thing. You know, you, you're walking across the street. You're not looking at the traffic going across the street. You're looking in the phone. Or this is one that this this puts the bee in my bonnet. When people are recording a Facebook uh, live or whatever, live. driving in the car, you know, you are not paying attention to traffic. You could be <laughs> one of those people that unfortunately, like Tracy, gets bumped from behind. Because you're not paying attention. There's nothing yeah, in the world. And I mean, nothing in the world could be that important that you pull, you know, that you can't pull over or wait until you get home to tell social media. Uh, social media is not the be all and end all. Your life is. It Without is. it, there is no social media. You'll so, be social media. Absolutely. So tell my brains how to get in contact with you, how they can work with you. Um, and just really, you know, distract you from some of this other uh, shenanigans that you're up to. Well, uh, the way that they can contact me is so simple. Facebook, Tracy Perry. I'm on Facebook. It couldn't be more simpler than that. Message me through through the messenger. And over the next few months, you will watch me become a little bit more professional with how you can contact me. But right now, while I'm starting out, while I'm making sure that the content I'm creating aligns with the people, Tracy Perry, through Facebook, 
That's it, babes. That's how simple it is. You know what? She's a great conversationalist. Watch some of her videos. She's real. She's authentic. She lets you know where she's coming from. There's no, you know, there's no bullshit. No. And no. I appreciate that, you know. Um, she's a great person to connect with, to be honest with, talk about some of these issues, some of the things that she's been through. Give her a distraction, brains. <laughs> Please <laughs> give me a distraction. I love. Give her some content. Leave a comment. Yeah. You know, leave a comment about dealing with children with autism. Yes. Uh, you know, being in those sandwich years between your kids and your parents, going Chronic through pain. pain. I we didn't drop domestic violence marriage in there, but oh, that wow. can drop in there too. Manipulative, coercive, narcissism. Um, we can drop in failed IVF attempt. We can drop in four hip replacements, nine dislocations, three spinal surgeries. Come and talk to me. I have a tool bag full of experience. I want you to have a happy life. That's it. That is my selfish goal for you and your listeners to have a happier life. That's it. That's it. Well, that's a lot. That's it. And you know what? That's a full container. And I thank you so much for being here on the edge with me and my brains. Uh, I wish you and your family a happy holiday. I pray for your health. You know, your head is, you got your head around it. Absolutely. Now, and it's everything from damage. Absolutely. And all the physical components. Brains, I need you to go in, love, like, share, and subscribe. Please. Check out Tracy Perry. That's Tracy with the T-R-A-C-E-Y-P-E-R-R-Y. -E -E and I will put all the contact information on the back. Thank you so much for being here with me, Tracy. You are a love. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.